Hey Englishcasters, it's me, English teacher Matthew, and we're back again for another episode of Matthew's Englishcast, the podcast for English learners, learning English on the go. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to go through a few things with you. Firstly, you can connect with me on social media, on my Facebook and my Instagram, just to click the links in the show notes and you'll be taken straight to my profile. I post regularly on Instagram and Facebook, so it's a great addition to this podcast. Also, just to let you know, I am a qualified English as a second language teacher um, from, the United, from the United Kingdom. And I enjoy helping other people improve their English. If you're interested in having classes with me or you just want to have a look, you can find me on italki, which is a website uh, where you can find other speaking partners as well as uh, language teachers such as me. I will leave a link to my profile in the show notes below uh, so you can have a look later. But basically, I help people improve their spoken English I also help people pass language exams, such as the Cambridge Advanced English Exam and the International English Language Testing System, which is IELTS. I help both children and adults. Uh, so if you're interested, then have a look at my profile and the link is in the show notes below. Also, if you want to become a premium member, a premium English caster, you can also click uh, the link below and for three dollars every month you get some extra content from me uh, but anyway that's uh, enough of me rambling uh, i just want to get into today's episode and um, i hope you enjoy this one um, if you need to listen to it again uh, feel free to do that make sure you keep your notebook near you so you can note down anything you think can be beneficial uh, for you if you have any questions then please do get in touch on facebook or on Instagram. Enjoy the show. And today I want to begin by answering the question of the day. Today's question comes from Jesus from Mexico, Mexico. And uh, his question is, where can I find more business vocabulary? Great question, Jesus. Uh, last week in my previous episode, make sure you listen if you haven't done so already, I discussed a vocabulary, um, not just a learning new vocabulary, but also how to uh, keep it in your mind, keep it fresh in your mind so you are able to use it whenever you want to. Um, so um, basically my answer is to uh, look at some business-related magazines or books the magazines that I recommend to you are uh, Forbes. Firstly, it's a business magazine, F-O-R-B-E-S, Forbes magazine. Um, the English version, of course, because you can also find it in other languages too. It's a magazine especially for entrepreneurs. An entrepreneur is someone who basically starts up a business, who owns a business. Maybe uh, you want to become an entrepreneur, right, Jesus? Well... Uh, another magazine I also recommend to you is called The Economist. It has a part of the magazine dedicated to business and finance. And uh, the other parts of the magazine are good too, but it's around politics and science. 
and basically current world affairs. You could also uh, purchase a uh, business-related English language textbook, such as Market Leader or Business Result. You'll probably be, be able to find these on Amazon, my favorite online e-commerce store. And um, if not that, then why not try to have business English lessons with a language teacher in your city, in your country, or online? So thank you so much for your question, Jesus. If anybody else has any questions they would like answering, make sure you get in touch. You can get in touch with me on Facebook and Instagram. Just click the links in the show notes below. So let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is all about change. Change is coming, maybe uh, for you or for your family or for your loved ones. Maybe you've already experienced change in your life, changing your job, changing your partner, changing where you live. Change always happens. But how can we describe change in English? Well, today I want to teach you a few idioms you can use to describe change. Idioms are fantastic because they can make you sound more native, make you more advanced, and if you use them uh, in your language uh, exams, such as the CAE and uh, IELTS, they can improve your speaking score because you're using less common vocabulary. Obviously, you have to ensure that you're using them correctly. So make sure you listen closely, take down some notes, and if you have any questions later, then do get in touch. But um, here are the idioms. The first idiom is a change of heart. A change of heart. If you have a change of heart, then you change your opinion or your feelings about something. So, for example, my mother was going to sell her car, but at the last minute she had a change of heart and decided not to sell it. You can use this idiom to talk about whenever you change your mind about something, change your feeling about something, but it has to be about something. For example, like a selling your car or selling your house or buying something, um, or maybe who to vote for. Um, maybe where you're going to live. Um, once I wanted to uh, change cities in China, but I had a change of heart and decided not to. Uh, I decided to <laughs> come home. But anyway, this is the first idiom, a change of heart. The second idiom is a change of pace. A change of pace. If you have a change of pace, then it means you change your routine or you change something about your daily life. So, for example, after working in sales for so long, he needed a change of pace, so he decided to change his job. Um, I'm tired of eating um, takeaway food. I want to change. I want to have a change of pace. So I want to cook dinner instead. Um, this is a good if you want to talk about something in your life that's become boring 
and therefore you want to change it to make it become more exciting. Or maybe it's, it, it's the opposite. Maybe you're having too much of an exciting life, so you want to change it to be boring. So uh, remember that. Uh, in comparison to change of heart, though, change of heart is something you think about uh, concerning a matter, but change of pace is concerning your day-to-day -day life. The third idiom is about changing your surroundings. Uh, the third idiom is a change of scenery, a change of scenery. So if you want to have a change of scenery, you want to change where you are. Uh, it's often used when you want to move to another place. So, for example, I was bored with life in the UK, so I decided to have a change of scenery and uh, move to China. Uh, John is looking for a change of scenery because he's been working in the same job now for over 20 years. Maybe you want to have a change of scenery in your life right now. Uh, you want to move from your country, <laughs> maybe to another country, or you want to move away from your city. But uh, we only use change of scenery to talk about changing our location, whether that's uh, the place where you live, uh, the city or the country, or maybe the place where you are working or studying, alternatively. The next idiom, the fourth idiom, is all about changing your position, changing your opinion or course of action, or uh, not just changing it, but reversing it. Um, and the idiom is a change of tack, a change of tack. So, for example, uh, the company's sales are doing very badly this year. So if they want to survive uh, the following year, they need a change of tack. Following um, the decision by the government to uh, enforce the law, uh, there were many protests. So the government changed its tack and uh, decided to repeal the law. So if you ever change your mind about something or reverse your decision, you can describe this as a change of tack. The fifth and last idiom, the longest idiom as well, is actually, uh, is actually about saying that a person's character actually doesn't change. One person will always stay true to their nature. Um, so even if someone pretends or claims that they've changed, Maybe truly they haven't really changed. And the idiom or the phrase we say in English is a leopard cannot change its spots. A leopard cannot change its spots. So, for example, uh, I think this is a good example. A dictator is unlikely to become a good leader in a democracy. A, le a leopard cannot change its spots. Uh, after breaking up with him, uh, her ex-boyfriend uh, came crawling back to her one month later, claiming that he had changed. But uh, she said to him, a leopard cannot change its spots. So uh, if you want to describe uh, something to someone uh, where you think that they haven't changed, even though they say they have, uh, maybe you can say this to them. A leopard cannot change its spots.
before finishing today, I just want to leave you with a quote, uh, which was uh, said by Winston Churchill, probably one of the most famous British prime ministers of all time. And this is his quote, and I think this is uh, suitable for English learners. If you're going through hell, keep going. If you're going through hell, keep going. Now, maybe the quote doesn't sound so great because it uses the word hell. Uh, so maybe it doesn't sound so inspirational on the surface. Um, but underneath, I think it has a great meaning, a very big meaning. For me, language learning is a life's journey. You'll never stop learning and you'll never be as good as a native speaker, even uh, though you may try very, very hard. However, you can become advanced in English and you can become fluent and you can move to an English-speaking country and live a very happy, fulfilling life if you want to. However, this takes an, this takes an enormous amount of time and energy and uh, that is basically the hell when you uh, use a lot of time and an, an enormous amount of time an enormous amount of energy. Uh, some people send me messages and ask me sometimes how they can learn English in a month or how can they become fluent fast. But the response I give is always the same. There's no quick way. There's no fast method. There's only time and patience and a lot of tough, arduous work and, of course, practice. You have to get the fundamentals of the language right. You have to have lots of vocabulary and understanding of the grammar. Uh, to become good speakers and that takes time so if you are an English learner or even a language learner remember this quote because if you're finding it hard and you feel like you're going through hell and maybe you want to keep and you want to give up remember to keep going to keep striving and to be persistent because if you keep striving hard to reach your goal in the end you'll be a great speaker maybe an even better speaker of English than me. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you learned something new. If you want to ask me a question or get in touch, then make sure you click the links in the show notes below. Um, you can uh, click my Facebook uh, link if you want to add my Facebook page to your Facebook page. And if you want to be my uh, follower on Instagram, then make sure you click the link and press follow there as well. And if you want to ask me any questions, you can send me a message on one of those uh, profiles. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope you found it fruitful. I hope you picked up a few new words. And uh, I hope it was valuable listening practice for you. But anyway, until next time, remember to keep practicing.